On this episode of the podcast, I sit down with Krish Pomnani, the co-founder of The Style Construct. I'm Jesse Levitan, and this is The Youth, America's Future. For those of you who don't know who Krish is, Krish is one of my good friends. He's 16, and unlike me, he's actually closer to getting a driver's license than I am. <laughs> um, but, you know, he's one of my good friends, and he has a lot to bring to the table. We always have, you know, really deep and insightful conversations. So I thought I'd give you a little insight on how we just talk day to day. Um, again, this is the second of three launch episodes. So I hope you saw the first one with Liam Rosenberg. Um, and then after this one, you'll see the third one. Now, I'm going to go straight into it. Krish Pomnani sitting across from me right now. How are you doing today? What's up, Jesse? I'm all good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How's your weekend been? It's all right. How was yours? It's been okay. All right. you know? Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so you are the co-founder of The Style Construct. Tell us a little bit about the message, the purpose of The Style Construct, and also who you're working with. Right. Uh, so a couple of months ago during last year, uh, me and my friends, well, me and my friend Eric Liang, uh, we're both really into fashion, just lifestyle, a uh, bunch of those things. Um, and we always thought about creating a, a clothing line one day. Um, we always had our own vision on fashion, and we just thought it would be really fun to start a blog. And then um, <clears throat> when we were closer into developing the website, we thought to broaden our audience, we would bring another good friend of ours, uh, Ariane Lee, to give her perspective on, um, you know, uh, just a various on fashion tips and all those things because she likes that too. And we just took off from there. Nice. So I'm actually on your website right now. Um, so I'm just on the about page and it says, the brainchild of a boy who talks way too much about designer handbags for a straight male, a girl whose wardrobe consists of way too much F, uh, Forever 21, I guess, F21, yeah. uh, to be considered fashionable, and a kid who took way too much time as a fifth grader color coordinating his outfits with the teachers. Qualified ASF. So I'm just curious who's who in this, in this uh, description. How about you guess? Are you the one who color coordinated? Yeah. I figured that. Yeah. And then I guess the rest is pretty obvious. Right. Eric yeah. would be the the designer handbags and then Ariane would be the forever 21. That's right. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So what do you do? Like, when did you launch this and how do you, how are you going to expand this blog? It's right. a blog, a website. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Um, we launched, I think early July. Um, uh, yeah, we started with our first fashion article. Uh, we were originally going to just do fashion articles and just, go throughout that we're going to launch our second article soon and start building a consistent up update on the website uh, hopefully weekly um, and eventually we want to broaden out from fashion uh, maybe do like uh, music reviews or uh, Ariane would want to do uh, just daily tips whatever it be we just want to broaden make it bigger for other people to write on our article uh, write on our blog give their perspective, just make it a network, essentially. Uh, yeah, um, well, it just where it takes us, I guess. For now, it's just for fun. Mm -hmm. um, if it grows, that's just the plus. But yeah. 
So right now you have one article you said? <laughs> right, yeah. Do you have any right now that's in the design phase? Like, are you, do yeah, you have an um, article? Our second article is supposed to launch either today or tomorrow, actually. It's, um, it's actually uh, kind of troll, I would say, on the Air Forces. Uh, and we are now, like, if we go to high school and every second person's wearing busty <laughs> ass. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, I'm not allowed to curse on this, right? So can I get all my curses out right now? Sure. Um, yeah, so we just thought it'd be funny. I had Air Forces. They were crusty, busty, disgusting. Um, uh, check out my Instagram. I ripped them up. Uh, yeah, so the article's basically just upping your game on basic white shoes. Uh, just, yeah, it's just upping your game just a little bit every day. That's basically what the style construct is about. Is it targeted to um, just teenagers and young adults, or is it... No, like what's the target demographic here? Right. So I think that's where the cool part is the way we, me, uh, Eric and Arianne work. I would say I have a more uh, modern, younger taste. Uh, Eric has a more mature fashion taste and Arianne has that whole female fan base where, where she can dress like she's 40 and dress like she's 16 at the same time. Creepy. We call her my mom. <laughs> um, yeah, we, yeah, that's why we brought Arianne in to just expand our audience's as much as we can, we don't really direct to specifically, um, I guess that article you could say like more our generation, but uh, everyone wears Air Forces. So. That's a good point. Actually, I think uh, my uncle had low, like low top, is that what it is? Low top Air Forces. Yeah. Yeah. And he was telling me to get them. I never got them, <coughs> but you know, that's just a scenario. Um, I guess they're just so bulky. Yeah. I don't know. They're just like everyone has them. It's not special. And I mean, they got a lot of, like, culture behind them, but it's sure culture right, changes. So. Right. Like, I have um, I have the Killshot 2s. Yeah. Which are, like, right now they're so dirty, so I have yeah. to clean them. But they're, they're, they're pretty nice shoes. Yeah. They have the suede. They've, like, contrast. It's not so boring. It's not yeah, just yeah. all white. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, like, no one else is wearing Killshot 2s. Exactly, So yeah. it's, a, it's this peer pressure aspect. Mm -hmm. And even on social media... Like people are wearing, if you see shoes, Air Forces, yeah. right? And so, like even your big influencers, if you see someone that you look up to wearing Air Forces, you're like, oh damn, like exactly, like, yeah, get me a pair. You yeah, know? I mean, like, yeah, that's where every like big trend starts. Some influencer wears them, and then everyone's rocking them, and then kills that trend. Right. It's just absolutely. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Just dead, like on the spot. Exactly. Once everyone gets you, it, especially when that one weird ass kid starts wearing Air Forces. <laughs> damn, I can't wear them anymore. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I curse again. Ah. Whatever. We'll just beep it beep. out. All yeah, right. Beep. All right. Um, so, like, with the style construct, are you trying to set new trends, recognize these trends, or just completely say, like, like F trends? Like, what are you doing? Like, be it's, unique. It's a little bit of both. I mean, we're not trying to be someone. We're not. We all like to hop on trends once in a while. Um, uh, We, you know, wear whatever we want. But if we like something that's up and coming, that could be a trend that... Personally, I rock, Eric rocks, Arian rocks, then we'll shed light on it. Um, if it catches on, it catches on. But uh, yeah, it just acknowledges whatever is in right now, what could be in in the next two, three, four, 40 years. Um, yeah, there's no specific uh, goal into what we want to pursue. Right. What about, um, I mean, 
I buy a lot of clothing. You know where I go. <laughs> where do I go? Um, it could range from Vineyard Vines to, to J. Crew. Uh, to J. Exactly. Crew, yeah. Basically, that's it. <laughs> but um, it's not cheap, like at all. It's Absolutely, quite yeah. expensive. Yeah. So how do you like when you're creating these? Not creating these trends, but recognize these trends and creating this platform for people to understand fashion. There's also, you know, some financial responsibility oh, because, yeah. you know, who is your target demographic? Absolutely. They're, they're kids who don't make their own money. Right. Most likely. So how do you propose or not propose, but how are you like spreading the message of you can look fashionable, but you don't have to spend Absolutely, thousands yeah. of dollars. Right. So uh, if anyone knows me, Jesse, you know me. I don't spend that much. I always keep an eye when Jesse spends like eight dollars on a water bottle at the movies. I always get on his <laughs> ass. So, yeah, definitely. For me, especially someone who likes these big brands and um, uh, likes fashion so much, it's hard for me to uh, be fashionable on a budget. So um, we like all our articles. If you look on our next article, all of these, everything is on budget, especially like uh, we're all saying from personal experience, we all don't make our own money. Um, we're, we're all on budget. We're none of us are spending too much like Ariane. Her whole brand is just uh, Forever 21. That's what she goes on. We always make fun of her for that. But um, yeah, that's where the real relatable aspect comes in from. You'll never find us writing an article about top 10 Gucci items you should be wearing, top 10 Louis V items you should be wearing. Um, we're just like anyone else. Uh, we can't spend that much. So that's where our main demographic comes from. Um, yeah, especially uh, like the Air Forces, you know, they're, they're $90 shoes. Not everyone can afford like a $90 low top or 110 that goes high top. Um, all of our shoes are under that or equivalent to that on that list. So yeah, that's where that money comes in aspect. Yeah. What do you think about um, fake? Like I see people wearing fake like Hermes or fake Gucci. It's like, I, I remember <laughs> seeing on Instagram, someone posted... Um, it was like, like there are a lot of motivational stuff that I look at and that I post every day now on Instagram and I try to relay that message. Um, but I, I saw this post that was basically saying, don't try to fake something you're not. So like, what do you, how, what do you think about people, um, that wear fake expensive brands? Like, do you think it's bad? Do you think it's good? Right. Do you think it, it's right, indifferent? Right. Um, personally, I'm not one to... Uh, spend uh, a lesser amount for the same brand, but the fake version of it, whatever you know that be. That's not me. I can't rock a fake item. Would I like to pay into that larger item, that mo more expensive item? Sure, um, but that's more of a you know uh, a goal for me. You know, one day I get to that point where I can afford you know a thousand dollar shoes or anything like that. I personally can't do that. For those who do choose to wear fake items of whatever top designer brand. I mean, you rock it, you do it, you do you. Uh, I'm not going to tell you not to. Um, if that's what it is, that's what it is. Uh, but personally for me, if you're one to wear a fake designer item, then it's it's not like, it's not about you. It's about impressing those around you. So if you need to impress those around you by wearing fake designer brands, then I'm against it. If you're wearing, because you like it, you like that brand, but you can't afford it. Uh, but you just like the way it looks and you know when money comes you have to go to those fake ones then you know, rock it as long as you rock it it's fine 
Um, but remember, it's fashion is all about expressing you. It's it's not about impressing those around you. So that's that's where that comes in. Well, but that's one of the like I, I guess the the premise of that quote is what you said. With Absolutely, the problem yeah. of people wearing. Or even buying just anything. Like, I see all the time, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, you know Gary? Absolutely. A yeah. lot of us know Gary. Uh, I mention him, I'll probably mention him like literally every episode yeah. because I just watch so much of his content. Of course. Um, and he, one of the things that he produced was a video of, I mean, he does it all the time and like there are many people <laughs> that do it, but people buy stuff, buy expensive stuff, material things just to impress other people. One of the things that Gary said was, like, in your 20s, um, a lot of people will get a job at, like, some place 9 to 5, and they hate it. They're just miserable. But if they, like, why do they do it? It's to impress their family. It's to impress their friends or even, like, friends, quote, unquote, because, like, who are they? Right. You know, are they really your friends? Because right, right. if they're really your friends, they would support your passion. Absolutely. Like, if you if you have a side hustle, let's say, and that's what you really want to pursue, but you're still sticking with that job, uh, like, but that's just because you're impressing people that you really don't care right. about just to get that, like, recognition. It's right. just completely ridiculous. So, like, when people wear fake stuff, as you said, it, it's all about the intent of it, right? It's, it's what, as you said, again, but... I just want to reiterate that if you're wearing fake stuff to impress other people, you really need to evaluate yourself and evaluate your life and evaluate the people you're hanging around and the people that are quote unquote, like your support systems. Cause are they really supporting you? Because they're uh, making you buy fake, like fake stuff. Like right. it, it's not, it's just not good. And so like what I, you're doing is showing that, to be fashionable, you don't need to wear Gucci. Right. I don't wear Gucci. I'd like to think I'm fashionable. Right. Maybe like, like for a thirty or forty year old, right, it's right. like my <laughs> my style isn't exactly uh, for a teenager, which is fine. And like sometimes I'll wear like preppier stuff, which again, it's not the typical teenager. Yeah. But at the same time, like I like to think it was fa it's fashionable right. and it's better than like I remember going to Europe when I was thirteen and. I would walk around in Nike, 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 Nike. Like, my yeah, shoes were Nike. Yeah. Like, I probably had LeBron's or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, you know, yeah. I'm so cool. Yeah. And then, like, I look back at those pictures. I'm like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. I'm at the Coliseum wearing athletic clothing. Like, what <laughs> yeah. am I going yeah, on a yeah. run? <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Yeah. Like, people go to school and they're wearing, like, just... It's, it's just stuff they would wear to the gym. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know if it's American culture. I don't know if it's just Syosset. I don't know if it's just Long Island. Right. It's just so weird. And like, even like when people wear jeans, like, oh, you're wearing jeans. Yeah. Like, like what are you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. people have been wearing jeans since it came out. Exactly. Like, it's a style. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's called fashion no, for yeah. a reason. And like, it's less expensive than the quote unquote hype clothing. Like, like Supreme, for example. Yeah. Like, why would you buy Supreme? It's so expensive. It's yeah. overpriced. And the quality is not even there to meet the price. Yeah. It's just jacked up prices that people, like, like your rappers and your athletic, uh, athletes, not athletic people, <laughs> yeah. athletes wear just to promote the brand and be, like, on the hype train. Like, yeah. stop trying to be on the hype train and be yourself. And that's what I'm trying to promote. And that's what I think you're trying to promote is be fashionable. And, like, 
I don't, I'm not going to speak for you, but uh, I'll just ask you the question. Then. Yeah. When you're promoting these trends and when you're writing these fashion blogs, mm-hmm. are you saying to people like you must follow this in order to be fashionable or is it more of guidelines like play with things, twist, right, with, you know, yeah. like play around with yeah. how you dress? No, that's exactly what the style construct is um, uh, with her. We're starting a new series called On the Edge, right? So uh, it's basically what. Uh, everyone's doing but a little twist so that you add your own flavor you add your own personality to it right so uh um i i liked how you met, uh mentioned how uh wearing like nike everything i remember being in middle school you know all the popular kids would be wearing you know fluorescent nike tees yeah. and uh, like socks up to their uh knees <laughs> um and I would look at them as like it's like the cool thing to do, and I'd be like, "Wait, mom, like buy me the new like elite socks." Like, Are you stupid? You're about to pay twenty bucks for a sock. Um, uh, yeah, it's. And then I remember you know, just trying to do that, but putting my own taste to it. Uh, that's all what it is about. Um, you know, we're we're no one special. We're just high schoolers giving our, our little insight on things. So uh, we're not trying to tell anyone to do all these because we're experts at it we're developing our tastes and styles as we develop our blogs as what we like so no there's nowhere we're nowhere in our place places and no one at all is in their place to tell anyone what they should be wearing or what the next trend should be um yeah that's that's what it's about i want to focus more uh right now on the entrepreneurship side of this um is do you see this as a way to like, do you see yourself monetizing this blog at all or it's more about free content and getting the message out there um it's all about getting clout no i'm just kidding <laughs> um uh no uh all my friends whoever i'm friends with are always about um, getting out there making it big um eric and i have always talked about how cool it would be to have our own clothing uh clothing line um so it's just little steps from here we did this because we thought it was fun um if the end goal someday is to get our own clothing line, start a company, and it starts through this, then what better? And you know, like uh, in the words of Gary Vee, what better way than make my side hustle my main hustle? Um, uh, right now, there's no incentive to make money off this. Uh, we're just trying things out. Uh, yeah, just playing around with it, see where it goes. So it seems like you have a lot to offer and bring to the table. And I think a lot of people need to hear this message because people are still on this hype train and still wearing just complete utterly ridiculous clothing in school i mean it's just ridiculous i'm gonna put it out there i'm gonna be blunt whoa no i'm he's sorry at you you see that no it just is like basketball team he's coming at you yeah basketball team no like if they have a game like then like whatever wear yeah. whatever you have to do but yeah. just like regular clothing like yeah, yeah. come on like mm-hmm. just wear something nicer i yeah. don't know but um, like, how are you trying to get the message out there? Because this is a blog and it is a platform, and you're, you know, the goal is with any platform to get as many people into the funnel as possible. So how are you marketing this? How are you driving the message? And how are you getting this out there? Yeah. Um. So, uh, we have an Instagram page. Uh, so far we're still kind of under construction. We're starting to figure out our marketing strategies and whatever. Um, the main message we're trying to get across is that. Uh, it's not about fitting in to do what everyone else is doing to get in. It's so that you feel comfortable in your own position, right? So uh, I remember, it, uh, you know, back in middle school, I still liked fashion. I dressed, you know, wacky, 
Uh, but I like that was me. That's like how I had fun at my bios and uh, on the website. My bio says I used to match colors with my fifth grade teacher, not because I thought it was the cool thing to do. It's because I thought it was fun. I thought I was having uh, I was being comfortable with it. Um, that's what I've been about. That's what all my friends are known for being about. That's who I surround myself with. And that's what the message I want to get across. Um, being comfortable with who you are, whether it be through fashion, uh, whether it be what you do, that's always the message. Just be upfront, be real. Uh, yeah, um, whatever way we can convey that through our blog, through our Instagram, whatever. Uh, if you see me in person, that's the only message that we want to get across. Yeah. Nice. So, but, but like, um, I know about this because I'm one of your good friends, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm sure there are a lot of people in our school that don't know. Oh about yeah, this. absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it has to do with the amount of content you have, right? Yeah. You don't, you're, you know, you're just starting out and you don't have such, uh, like you don't have a lot of content out there to really promote. Yeah. So I, I think that the growth will come with the content, yeah. but you also need to look at it. Like you have a, you have an Instagram page, right? Yeah. But like on your personal one, I'm sure you have a lot more followers than the, yeah, yeah. the, uh, the style construct page. Yeah. So I, like, I don't see you promoting it. Yeah. You know, uh, will yeah, that right. change? Uh, no. So that's the exact point. Uh, we've all talked about, uh, me, uh, Eric, Ariane have always talked about how, we're not going to post some stories about the article. We want it to catch it, catch air for what it is, not for us trying to uh, push it. Eventually, when we're proud of what our website has become to be, then we'll try to push it as much as we can, spread it to our friends, tell our friends to spread it. We can easily do that right now with the measly one article we have on our website. Um, until we get to a point where we're proud of what we made, um, we really think that we're legit, we're out here amongst all these other um, content creators, that's the point where we're trying to push it out to prove people what 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 it's meant to be, what uh, what value it has to it. Yeah. Do you think one of the things that's holding you back, well, not necessarily holding you back, but limiting the amount of content you could produce and just the the growth that you could have with this blog, does it have to do with the fact that you? are 16 that you're in high school like do you think that school is limiting you in that capacity um i'm gonna be honest no what's limiting me is because i'm lazy mm -hmm. um it's and that's that fair, aspect. right that's yeah. a lot of people yeah um also i'm not seeing the numbers that uh, a lot of big time creators are making and again that's only to blame me and me only uh if i want those numbers then i need to go get go out and get them uh yeah, until that happens, we're just pretty low-key with it. Do it when we can, do it when we want to. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so now it's time for some motivational uh, talk from Yes. Me. You know, because you just said it, right? Um, it's a numbers game. Absolutely. People need to stop worrying about their numbers. Yeah. It's, it's debilitating your capacity, what you can provide. Because, like, all right, for example, I started this podcast, yeah. right? And like, I don't right right now. I mean, this is just, you know, the second launch episode. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know my numbers yet, yeah. but I know that starting out, I'm not going to get as many people as I like, mean, after this episode, you will. Oh, of course. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But but I'm not going to get as many numbers as like Logan Paul. Yeah. With his two million subscribers sure, on yeah. impulsive, um, impulsive podcast. Yeah. Fire podcast, by the way. But like, 
it's not stopping me from doing what I want to do because one of the things that these people have done is that they've produced the content that has enabled them to grow. Yeah. It's not like they started with 50 million followers. Absolutely, yeah. And then they produce content. That's the hustle. That's why they're successful because they realize that, you know, you have to start somewhere to get where you want to be. Um, To make that a mentality is definitely not easy. Uh, It's all words. We're just talking right now. But that's definitely the one of my main goals that I want is that I mean I'm not perfect. I do care what other people think. Uh, I'm not trying to, and I do too. I'm yeah. not trying to hide that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, making my reputation uh, amongst people is definitely a priority. But in most cases, that affects who that uh, holds my personality back a little um, around people. Uh, to give a full, I don't give a fuck mentality. Yeah, beat me out. I will. Um, it's fine. <laughs> it's it's definitely something that I aspire to have. Yeah. Um, which acquire, which plays into the whole numbers game. You know, uh, I could tell you right now that we have 200, 300 views on our first blog. It's fantastic. Yeah. For us, we were like, wow, what? Yeah. The 300 views, first blog. We were we thought it would be me, Eric, Ariana, maybe my mom. <laughs> maybe, you know. Um, so that gave us a little motivation. We thought what we were doing is a little um had some value to it but again it's it's not it wasn't our priority uh we did it because we just liked looking at her uh something that we made it was ours no matter who looked at it it was ours it was up on the internet whoever wanted to look at it they can but it didn't matter to us it was our website we could do whatever we want to it and that's that's the best part you know right i mean it really is a judgment game um (laughs) people ask me why I'm why I decided to do like the weekly motivational quote yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. and like the, the, well, it's twofold. First, I like helping people. Absolutely. Um, I think there is a sense of fulfillment when you're able to post something, create something, talk to someone, and then they say, you know what, Jesse, I needed this. Mm-hmm. I needed this right now. You're helping me a lot. This is exactly what I needed needed in my mm-hmm. situation. And like one of the quotes that I well, usually there'll be let's say like at least one person that'll respond on that will reply on my uh, Instagram. Or, uh, like they'll DM me and say, you know what, I needed this post because of the situation I'm in. Yeah. Thank you so much for posting this. And when the first time I got that, I'm like, whoa, you know, like how can I make such a difference in this game? And I didn't realize until that moment that I was really helping people. But then, like, the second thing is producing more content. Yeah. So, like, if you look at my Instagram page, it's just a bunch of pretty, pretty pictures. Like, like it's it, a cute, like, cute little boys Instagram. Yeah. It's like I'm and I'm like posting like basically nothing. You know, it's just like superficial stuff. Yeah. And and that's not how you grow. You produce more content, but like. As a high schooler, my life is pretty boring. Mm-hmm. I go to school, I go home, yeah, I do my homework, mm-hmm. maybe like chill, and then go to sleep. Like, chill. W- like what? Do, like what? Do I, what am I posting that's so valuable? And that's where the quotes come in. Yeah, like I want to provide value, and I'm not gonna like post a, a video of me walking around school. Who cares? Yeah. Like that's just boring. Yeah. So like one the the way I see it is I'm producing more content on my stories, getting more. Um, Getting more, I guess, real estate in the Instagram um, place, yeah. Instagram, um, I don't know, platform. Yeah, That's yeah. what I was working, uh, looking for. Um, 
and like I still think that posts are necessary. So mm-hmm. like when I when you know this podcast is coming out, I'm going to produce more often, more often, yeah. more often, and clips and this and that, and to remote. Um, and then again, the org- the growth will come with that content, but it's just hard to see right now. Mm-hmm. You see, you see, you know, some high schoolers with like a ridiculous number of followers, mm-hmm. and it's like, how do they do that? Yeah. Well. Some people just like have pretty pictures, like like they'll, they'll rock that game and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like my game is like I'm pr- like I don't take good pictures. Yeah, I mean like not on myself at least. Like <laughs> I'll, I'll like I'll be in Miami. I think you look great, Jesse. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, but I, I'll take great like pictures of like the water and it's beautiful. But people aren't like my engagement is lower on those posts, mm-hmm. which yeah, it's kind of sad. Like those <laughs> pictures are really nice, but. <laughs> But whatever. So, yeah. like, well, the point that I'm trying to get at is, it's a it's a judgment game, um, and like I think it's hard to have this like, don't give a f- mentality. Right. Um. I have a book. Uh, what was it called? The art of not giving. Well, yeah. The art, art of, of not giving a. F- yeah, I have that book. I didn't read it yet, but I also got the sequel. Not the sequel, but the next book after that, which is, um. No, I f- I forgot the name of it. Actually, I'm gonna look that up. It's by uh, Mark Manson, I believe. Yeah, so he has he has the art of not oh uh, the subtle art of not giving a, f- and then the next one it's everything is f- a book a book about hope. So like, I, I can't wait to read those because from what I've heard, the book of the art uh, the subtle art of not giving a f- is not actually about like you're not you're not caring about anything. Yeah, that's just impossible. It's human nature to care about what other people think. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a matter of like doing more and not caring about what people think. Right. And like one, I read um the Elon Musk biography by Ashley Vance. Mm-hmm. Fantastic book. Highly recommend it. And like one of the things it talks in the towards the beginning. Uh, he says, uh, Elon, he says, um, like something about when, and Gary says the same thing. And a lot of people say the same thing. When you start having haters, you know, you're making an impact. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a hundred percent true. If I'm like, like I'm producing this content, right. And like, if people are just like, like you can do it and you're great. Like, come on, like give me some criticism. You know, that's when I, that's when I'm having an impact because when people have to take time to criticize you and be negative about you. Yeah. First of all, that's a reflection on them. Like, what are they doing in their life? In their lives, like, probably nothing. Yeah. But like, um, it, it's also about you making an impact on their life. Yeah. But it's, and the fact that they have to waste time just to almost that just to try to put you down. Yeah. You know, you're affecting Absolutely, them. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So like, have you gotten any criticism with the style, the style construct? Um, no, not yet. I mean. I guess I'm sure there are people that saying like, um, who do they think they are? Uh, they really think they're Vogue or anyone else. Uh, not yet. Maybe because we're, we really don't, we haven't produced as much as, uh, as much content for people to go out and come at us, but I'm really excited for it. You know, I'm really excited yeah. to, for people to, uh, start commenting, uh, telling me like, yeah, you're 16. What do you What do you think you are? You think you're a fashion icon? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> clearly, clearly. Um, yeah, uh, no, I I sort of got that sense of that hater mentality. Uh, uh, Jesse and I uh, run for elections uh, in uh, student council all the time, um, and every you know every time we give a speech in front of our pe- uh, in front of our peers, 
there's always people saying that, you know, oh, that was a cringy, that was a cringy thing you said. It's like, all right, I mean, you want to <laughs> do it better? You can go give a speech. Uh, and the, I always give an example in the ninth grade. Uh, it was a live speech. I wore a penguin costume in front of uh, all my friends, uh, the entire grade. Um, I still get uh, people asking me, Wait, you're the kid that wore the penguin costume? I'm like, yeah, that's, that's me. I, I take it with pride. Um, for someone <laughs> to, <laughs> For someone to know me for something that I did, something big, uh, I don't. I don't take a, a, you know, what's the word? Uh, I, I don't take it as a judgment. I make it. I take pride in it. It makes me feel proud that wow, this person knows me of something big that I did because of my courage. Of uh, you know, it's you know, not everyone's wearing pain costumes. Right. And, and, and what was the outcome of that election? I won. You uh, know, see, yeah, landslide. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> that's that's my art of not giving a. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of I want to touch upon what you said of um, like the student, like the student gov elections. Like, yeah. for example, this la last election, I said something about a three peat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was bad. It, it like it didn't turn out. I said basically like the Golden State Warriors. I'm going to be like the Golden State Warriors with three peat. First of all, yeah. they lost. Like, they lost <laughs> yeah. against Toronto. So yeah. that was bad. But you know who didn't lose? Jesse Lopez. I didn't lose. Yeah, that's right. That is correct. Three peat. Three. It was a three peat. So like it turned out fine. Mm -hmm. And like when people said, um, you know, like oh that was a little cringy. Yeah, like, yeah. Like great. I yeah. still won. Yeah. Like what do I? No, care? we embraced it too. Like on yeah. after we won on Instagram, it was always about like it was just a picture of us like three peat. We just re we just kept on spreading it. Like yeah. Like you know we won. Like, right. I don't I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Great. I, I said yeah. it and I and I meant it. I won. Like. Run against me next time. See what happens. Right. Yeah. Now, going back to uh, what you were saying about, um, like, people are going to be like, oh, you're 16. Like, you're not some, yeah. like, fashion icon. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever it is. Um, it sort of goes along the lines of what I'm trying to do and preach is your age is just a number in, in the case of this, yeah. obviously. Um, like, and it's hard because in high school, you do have limiting factors of homework of studying and you can't do what you do like uh, when i talked with liam uh, on the last episode he was like like drop out of high school and yeah. like i'm not going to drop out of high school yeah, but yeah. he also didn't go to college and like yeah. he's turning out fine like right. he's doing a lot of crazy things and oh, yeah and it's just he's completely changing the landscape and it's a beautiful thing that he's doing yeah but it's also like what you want to do um so like on the on the topic of college where, do you see yourself going to college? Um, I've always I've always asked this question to me. Uh, just for jokes and gags, I like to tell my parents that I'm not going to college just to get a rile out of them. But I, I've always thought of it as a possibility. Um, and I am definitely not against anyone who chooses not to go to college. I think that's a really smart idea. You save so much money. Uh, my parents aren't millionaires. They, you right. know, I'm definitely cannot afford sixty k a year. For a college tuition, forget um, about it. Sometimes it's like eighty, like Duke, right? Absolutely, seventy-eight grand. Yeah, exactly. It just goes up and up. Yeah, and uh, I'm going to be paying student loans if I do take that path of college. But uh, for me, it's always about you know, okay, fine, Chris, great. You're not going to college. What are you going to do? Um, until I develop an idea of what's my plan right now. Like the safe plan is college, right? You can't go wrong except for you know whatever money costs. You know whatever you can go wrong if you like study in like gender studies like how much job are you yeah. gonna get like maybe activism which like you know 
all to you. But yeah, but you don't need a college tuition. You know, like you know, so. you don't need a college degree like to be an activist. Yeah. Like if you're passionate about something, like right. you can go exactly. And like that's that's my that's my issue. It's right. like we have a beautiful thing called the internet, mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah. You can learn so much from the internet. It is just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. So like when people go to college for useless degrees, mm-hmm. like. For example, um, I don't know if you know who Ben Shapiro is. I do, yeah. All of right, course. so he's a political pundit. Um, he's a conservative uh, pundit. Uh, he has a podcast called The Ben Shapiro Show. Yeah. Um, he's like the founder of The Daily Wire and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And he went to UCLA uh, and he majored in political science. Then he went to Harvard Law, which, <laughs> well, that turned out well <laughs> yeah, for him. Yeah. Um, uh, he got his law degree. He started being a lawyer, but then he started the podcast and now he's all of that. He's no law. Yeah. He's no longer in law. But one of the things he always says is, I regret so much getting that political science degree because it was so useless. Mm-hmm. Like, I can go on the internet or read a book. Like, I don't need to go to college to learn about the Communist Manifesto. Like, yeah. I'll read the freaking book or look at look yeah, at yeah. a YouTube video about the Communist yeah. Manifesto. Like, you don't need that degree. And I think it's all about, like, how, like, what, what are you... Is the, degre- is the degree necessary? Yeah. Right? So, like... You see, you see statistics online, and I'm actually gonna pull some up. Like um, people saying, you know, no, don't skip college. I mean, if you look at the benefits of college, it's just tremendous. Like, mm-hmm. for example, um, 72% of millennials, ages 25 and through 32, say their co- their college degree has already paid off. Yeah. And like for a lot of people, college is great. And I watched a video from Gary Vee, and he was saying, unless you, like. It was all, it was the, the main premise was if you know the system of college, yeah, uh, of education, my bad, of formal education. Right. If you're a, if you're a student that's going to a top university and you know that you're right. going to be a, a doctor or a lawyer and you need that degree to get somewhere, right. then yeah, that's the path for you. But also, Otherwise. one of the things he said is not accruing debt. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. debt, the interest rate is so high yeah, because yeah. you have no credit history. Yeah. Like people are in hundreds of thousands of yeah. dollars in debt. And at like eleven percent interest, mm-hmm. like if you put your money in a low cost index fund, you're getting eight to ten at best. Yeah, you're not making any money. Yeah. Like it's a very big problem. Yeah. and like I don't think people understand when that eleven percent interest compounds, you're paying like double, triple the amount by the time you paid it off of yeah. your college. So like, and it's and it's also a matter of like people deciding, oh, you know, I. Yeah, I'm getting more money for. I'm getting a full ride. Let's say this is a hypothetical, but I'm getting a full ride from X college. Mm-hmm. But like Y college is ranked better, and you know they have better um, like student outcomes. Yeah. Um, but there was a study done that showed that uh, the talents and ambitions of individual students are worth more than the resources and uh, and uh, like the renown or yeah. the reputation of elite schools. Mm-hmm. So like. Um, and like less academically, I'm just reading the study right now. The person you're becoming at 18 is a better predictor of your future success than the school you graduate from 22. So the takeaway, and this is uh, the Atlantic um, that I'm reading right now, stress out about your habits and chill out about college. Bang, preach, preach. I want to like hang this on my wall and hang this in the school. Yeah. We So for those of you who don't know Syosset, it is a highly, highly, highly over competitive nature Woo. yeah basically it, it, it's just ridiculous and chris knows like he goes to school with me 
it's crazy yeah. how much people are stressed about the college they're yeah. going to. It's like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I think about the college I go to, yeah. but I'm also so confident in my abilities. And it's not cockiness. It's just like having that passion and Being having self-aware. That, yeah. Right. Having that, um, like knowing how driven I am to do things yeah. and to understand things and to learn that I am not afraid of going to a less superior college yeah. or an inferior college. Yeah. When I like, I'm not gonna have any debt. I'm gonna probably go to uh, get a good job, or maybe I'll start something my own. I mean, yeah, that like kind of plays into our earlier discussion about wearing a big name brand, right? Hundred percent, right? Uh, someone comes up by, you know, paying hundred hundreds of thousands of dollars going to Harvard, um, and we'll be going to you know whatever lesser college. In the end, it's who. Uh, it's not the college you go to. It's the amount of work, the amount of uh, perseverance you have through those four years, what you do in those four years. And, um, yeah, uh, it, it, yeah, it's all about, like you said, it's it, who you are as a person to get to where you want to be. You know, I could go to the top university, but if my mindset is not, you know, again, not giving a f- and just power through power head to a destination that I want to be, then Harvard, you know, I'm not I'm not doing anything in my life, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. And like I'm not gonna lie. Um like if you if you ha- if you are aware that you have people that are going to pay for your degree, meaning like your parents or relatives, then like go to the best school you yeah. can, right? You're you're not accruing any any risk. Yeah. Any risk at all. Yeah. But also understand um that if you are accruing risk and like putting yourself in thousands of dollars of debt. Yeah. By the time you, first of all, like by the time you get out of that debt, you might be in a, in a strong relationship, which then you like are going to start spending money with your you know wife or fiance or like whatever yeah, your yeah. partner. And then, um, and then like by the time you have that and maybe you start using credit card cards mm-hmm. more and yeah. you start whatever doing more yeah. interest on debt, then you get a, ki- then you get a kid, then you have a kid. Right, yeah, that's like the biggest expense yeah, ever. Yeah. So, <laughs> right, and then and then like, I would know I have like four or five. Uh, of course, yeah. right. But like I, I don't have kids. So like, yeah, I don't. But <laughs> um, but like, and then you gotta like start saving for college. But like, yeah. uh, I talked with Liam and and he was saying like savings crap, like cash is trash. Yeah, yeah. That's what Grant Cardone says. Uh, I don't know if you know who he is. Do you know Grant Cardone? No, I do not. That's okay. Uh, he's so he is a like a he's. He started out with sales training. He owns a bunch of companies. He's also in real estate now. And, like, one of the things he says is cash is trash. Cash flow is king. Yeah. Like, and one of the videos uh, I saw was, I forgot the guy's name, but that's okay. And he basically said, if I gave you $10 million right now, are you rich? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you would say, like, yeah, inherently. Sure. But then if I said, what if I gave you $10,000, million, but you couldn't use it at all? Are you rich? No, yeah. no, you can't do anything with that ten million dollars. Yeah. Like the whole point, the whole point of, uh, I see life as an exponential growth, uh, um, graph. Sure, right. Like so, like it, you can look at that at anything. Happiness, well, happiness. Uh, we'll talk about that. But uh, in terms of wealth and an income, like you want an exponential growth yeah. graph. Um, and like that's one of the things that I have a problem with is people thinking that you can't 
like grow exponentially and that you should put it in a savings account. Like I'm not putting any money. Well, that's a lie. I'm going to limit the amount of money that I'm going to put in a savings account yeah, that'll yeah. earn like 2%, yeah. which is basically just com combating inflation. Like yeah. I'm not making any money. Yeah, like yeah. why would I do that? And like one of the things people say is like, uh, save for a rainy day, like having an emergency fund. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then like you have others saying, no, like why does it have to rain? Like make it shine every freaking day, you know? Yeah. Uh, like, all right, like that's a little, that's where I, I sort of see the other side. It's like, you can't, you can't predict when it's going to, I mean, you can, but like, sometimes you, gotta, you can't you, control, right, what's you can't gonna control happen. what's yeah. going to happen. Like, let's say I'm working in the financial sector and I'm working in investment banking. Then there's like another 2008 financial crisis and I lose my job. Yeah. Like, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Like that's a fucking thunderstorm. Yeah, yeah. It's not a, just a, like, <laughs> yeah. a little drizzle. Like, yeah. so like you got to be prepared to that. But like uh, the, the goal is the goal is with the money you make is to like one uh, I, the range that I would uh, do is 20 to 40%. Mm -hmm. Um, the amount of money, the amount of, uh, the percentage of your income that you put into investments. Yeah. Um, and you know, whether that's real estate or stocks or bonds or CDs, whatever it is, mm -hmm. um, just in general, the whole point is to grow your money. Yeah. I read uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, and mm -hmm. it, it was actually the first book I, I read about money. Uh, was, uh, when did I read that? Like January, February time. And one of the things he says, and all these people say, is make money work for you. And, like, that's hard to do. Like, think of, think, think of it right now when you're in high school and people are like, you know, you have to go to, you have to go to the best school ever. Um, and like, you have to get this certain job in this certain career and this certain, uh, sector, mm -hmm. this certain industry to make yeah. this certain income. It's like, there are other ways to make money. It's right, not just yeah. like this conventional path. Like, Absolutely. like what's, it, uh, um, uh, Gary, uh, you know, he, how did he go to college? He, he said, so his parents are immigrants. He's actually he's also an immigrant. He's from Belarus. Mm -hmm. They 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 left. Um, uh, so Belarus is part of the Soviet Union, and there was a great amount of anti-Semitism in the Soviet Union. I'm sorry, I'm getting into a history lesson, <laughs> but then they yeah. like they had an excuse to leave, right. um, a valid excuse to say the least. So then they went to America, and like the thing is with immigrant parents, like like my mom is an immigrant. She's yeah. from Russia, actually. Yeah, ah, it's a coincidence. Um, but, like, she's always, you know, saying, like, it's the same principle, like, with the importance of college. I'm not saying college isn't important. Right, I, yeah. I, I just think it's about what you value and what you want to do in life. Yeah. But, like, going back, I, I'll get into that. But uh, going back to Gary. So, like, he was on Grant Cardone's podcast. He also has a podcast. Um, they all have podcasts. And it's a growing space. We'll also talk about that because um, I, I have a suggestion for you. Okay. But um, he said... That he wasn't planning on going to college. He got D's in, in high school. Like, he was not a good student. Yeah. But one of the things he would do is in, instead of doing... He said, I didn't do a single piece of homework. Instead, I would spend six yeah. hours when the new baseball cards came yeah, out yeah, and memorize the prices of every single baseball yeah. card and resell for a higher value. Yeah. Boom. Like, yeah. genius. Like, yeah. like, what an entrepreneur in the making. Yeah. Like, even, like, people that sell lemonade. Like, lemonade stands. It's just, like, the classic example of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, but he said like, he wasn't planning on going to college and his mom asked him, Oh, you know, like, what are your college plans? Like, mm. have you applied? And yeah. he said, no mom, you know, I don't think I'm going to college. And then they got like a, a postcard in the mail from like some random college. I don't even, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Something like 
it's not I don't even know if it's a community college. It's just yeah. like some random school. And he filled out the postcard and then he went to college. Yeah. Like uh, and then um, he made a joke. Like uh, Grant asked him, what you study in college? And he said, Madden 94. <laughs> like, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Like he didn't give a crap. Like he didn't want to go there. Yeah. And like, look at him now. He's worth 150 plus million dollars. Yeah. And and he created this empire. Um, so it's it, it really is more about who you are and less about um, the 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 school you go to. Yeah. Um, not to not uh, you know, I'm not saying like it's pointless. Like think about the network that you build. Yeah, I was gonna like say, going yeah. with you know, going to school. If I do take the uh, choice, like uh, my parents are also immigrants. They have their uh, they they are from India, so they have their uh, you know Indian group of friends, and all their parents are always talking about colleges. Whenever their kids are about to graduate, it's always about you know oh what did so and so do, Chris? What are you doing? Um, Chris, like, what do you want to study when you go to college? Assuming that I would go to college, everyone assumes that I would take the path to go to college. Um, parent, my parents are the same case. You know, they expect me to go to college, uh, study and do something. Um, it's if I do take the choice to go to college, my number one reason not to get uh, study in a field because personally, I don't know what I'm passionate about. I really could do a uh, various amount of things. Um, I, if you know your passion and you think college can expand on that, then sure, that's the path to go. Personally, I don't know what I would be doing in college, but if I were to go, the number one reason would be to build that networking. Um, you definitely get to understand everyone's view, um, understand a little bit more about life through that experience in college. Um, and definitely that networking is everything. Uh, in this era of networking, we talked about the numbers game and uh, everything is built on numbers, whether we like it or not. And through that networking, you build on your numbers game. Um, yeah, college is definitely where that builds from. And one of the things with networking <laughs> is uh, that kid that drops out of college, keep in touch with that kid because yeah. he must have a good reason. Absolutely. Like, yeah. like Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah. He dropped out of Wharton. Like, yeah. Who does that? Yeah. Not many people. Look where he is now. He's worth yeah. like $20 billion. Yeah. And he started Tesla yeah. and like a bunch of other stuff. Like, and he's like, you know, I mean, he's a profound genius, but he's also a little crazy. Like, you know, we live in a simulation. Okay. All right. All right. Elon. Great. Like, but again, know, like, let's who hold gives off. a fuck? I'm worth $20 billion. Yeah. Like, who like, cares? Like, like, I'm not going to tell him, like, great, you're, yeah. an, you're an idiot. Yeah. He was like, yeah, you're <laughs> like, driving my car. Like, yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> first of all, Tesla's are beautiful like, I, like, shout out elon shout out elon yeah. not that you really need it because like you're, you're doing a lot but uh, please uh, give me a free tesla please please i'm begging you uh first car hmm? model three <laughs> no but um it, it's this it's the same like people just expect you as you were saying with your family and your friends like people expect you to go to college and like people people sh like i understand the expectation I understand, like, most... Not, I don't even know if it's most people um, on a country scale, but where we live, yeah, it's the, it's yeah. the majority. Um, and, like, even even kids that go to trade schools, like, to become an electrician, they can start a friggin' empire yeah. of that. And, yeah, like, yeah. people people that go to trade schools, even plumbing, like, yeah. the, the price of plumbing, uh, like, plumbing services is ever-increasing, yeah. and, like, there are a lot of successful plumbers. Like, we yeah. tend to look down on these jobs. First yeah. of all, we need them. Yeah. Tremendously. Especially, yeah. Like, like... Especially uh, on Long Island. We literally have a, a plumbing oh, shortage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like... 
like, and when you have less competition, the prices go up. Yeah. So it's advantageous for them and not mm -hmm. advantageous for the consumer. Yeah. So like, we should promote all avenues. We can't just promote yeah. this idea of college because yeah. it's not for everyone. Like, if people are, it's more, in my opinion, it's more about again, as we said, you and less about the entity. Yeah. That you, or the machine that you're riding in. Yeah. Um. So like, if you, let's say in school. I mean, I can't speak about this. Like, I do get good grades, and like, I'm proud of that. Yeah. But that's because I work hard. But I'm, but I'm aware that it's the capacity of me. Right. Like, if I started just failing all my classes, I know I'm capable of not failing. Yeah. But like, maybe I just don't care. Right. And like, people, people that are fail, not failing. Well, maybe failing, but just not doing as well. Maybe they just don't care. Yeah. Maybe they're able to like. Maybe they're able to get a 100 gpa yeah, I agree, they just yeah. don't care and uh, they yeah. also like have the idea in their mind that like i oh you know my friend or my cousin or my this or my that didn't go to college yeah and look at him now yeah or look at her now yeah. like there's big successes yeah. so like so like um if you like one of the examples that not example like i know someone that's starting um like his own photography and company and like he's going to different venues and yeah. doing that, but like that photography thing niche could also expand to a whole media company. Yeah. Like it's just about scalability. But even if it doesn't, you know, like he's doing what he like. He's doing what he likes do. exactly. Yeah. Right. So uh, that's the issue in our society, whether it be Syosset, Long Island, wherever it is. Um, I know that we frown upon someone who doesn't get good grades. We call them stupid. We call them dumb because they don't get the grades. Grades do not define how smart you are, how dumb you are. You could be have I, I know many friends of mine that have this entrepreneurship mentality. It's insane. They're business oriented. They're such great people. People, uh, people, people. Yeah, I understand. Um, no, yeah. I understand. Yeah. yeah, and they don't get the grades that you know. They don't have the hundred GPA. They're definitely you know uh, not looking to go to a Harvard Yale. But I know they're going to be more successful one day. Then those people that are striving, their goal in life is to get that A plus in that very hard yeah. class. Yeah, I just gotta say, if your goal, if you're, if you're like, right now, I understand it's different, but like, if your goal in life, and I, listen carefully, if your goal in life, your the, the life is such a beautiful thing. If your goal in life, and it's so complex, but if your goal in life is to get an A plus. Really reevaluate your life, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like grades are important. Depending Great. when on you're what you forty, do. thanks. You yeah, got like, that A plus. You like, can die happily now. Like Sick. no one, no one goes to their job and say, oh, "I went to like Harvard." Yeah, like no, you're all you're all there. Like start doing like, like even even uh, I go to I go to some of these colleges and they're like, yeah, we have alumni that say like, we were we work better, we're more driven. Yeah. We, we we have the uh, more skills. We have the greater ability to, to perform well in our job than the people that went to the Ivy League that come here now. Yeah. Because A, they're driven, but B, the schools are better preparing them. And yeah. there's also an entitlement factor. It's like, like I don't want to go to a, a, an environment where like people, well, I guess it would be fine, but like it would just bother me. Like I wouldn't want to be friends with someone that says, Oh, you know. Oh, okay. I like that's a good school, but like I'm going to X Y Z. It's like, 
good for you, man. Great, like, yeah. what are you gonna like? What are you gonna study? So, you know, yeah. like, see me in twenty years. Yeah, see, see where you are. Yeah. That's what I always Prove say. Prove me like, wrong. Yeah. When I, when someone made like, uh, let's face it. Like, I uh, I'm a nerd. Like, <laughs> loser. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got. I don't know. I'm, I'm not like a dweeb, but like, I'm I'm nerdy. Like, I like to learn, and like, that's a good thing. Sure. Um. But, like, when people, like, make fun of me because I don't... They not make fun of me, but, like, joke around because I don't know, like, some slang. Like, give me a break. Like, <laughs> look at me in 20 years and you, let's see where you are and let's see where I am. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm just teasing them a little. But it, it's also, like, I, like, Liam was saying that, you know, he's not into the you can do it stuff because you know if you can do it. Yeah. When I talk about the potent, like the, the success that I could have and the path that I want to take... It fuel it like energizes yeah. me. Yeah, like it, it's an adrenaline rush oh, because yeah. I know. I, I here's the thing: I don't think I know that I will be successful. Right, and yeah. it's not cockiness. It's because I just I I don't know how you to explain want it that it. bad. I want it so badly, yeah. and I know it's that, that law of attraction to, factor. hundred percent. I want to be that fucking kid from high school that everyone comes out and remembers. Like, oh, I knew him. Yeah, you knew me then, and you like didn't fuck with me. See me now. Like where I am, where you are. That's what I want. I want mm -hmm. that respect from every single kid that saw me in high school, didn't think much of me, and sees me now. Yeah. And, like, one of the things that I, I like to talk about with this podcast, and really the whole basis is looking at today and then looking in the future. Yeah. So, like, when we're talking about 20 years from now, it's like, first of all, time is very um, – I always I always talk about this, uh, like, with my just friends and, and parents. It's like, look at how uh, – not uh, – oh, malleable uh, – no, not malleable. But look how like well put together time is. Yeah. Like if you change one variable, yeah, it causes a ripple of yeah. a ripple effect of like enormous um an of an enormous scale. Yeah. So like kind of scary if you think about it. It's yeah. very scary because you you're almost like like if you have a simple decision of like a yes or no, yeah, you don't know what's gonna right. happen. Yeah. You don't know what the other outcome yeah. could be. And like it's almost I think about it all the time. Oh my god, I put these right. shoes on today. I shit. Yeah. Crab, is my crush yeah. going to ask me out today? Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. no, that's not that's, like the odds are that's not going to happen, yeah. but we just think about it like yeah. that and it's kind of sad. It's yeah. kind of sad yeah. and you know, um like going back to what you were saying about like people, like there you know what? I will give credit where it's due. If someone is getting all A pluses and all hard classes, mm -hmm. All to you. Yeah. You're a genius. You'll make a good employee. <laughs> yeah. Like people, people surround themselves and Warren Buffett, well, many people, but I'm just citing one person. Warren Buffett says, always, oh, even Bill Gates, surround yourself with people that are smarter than you. Yeah. I don't want to surround myself with people that are dumber than me in terms of my work. Yeah. Because I'm, because I'm not, that's not a good team. Yeah. That's no, not yeah. A good it's, team. That's where it comes. It defines like what we define as smart, what we define as dumb. That comes into that factor of like, um, the when I talked about before the mentality that you have, you know, to uh, do what you need to do now to get somewhere later, you know, whether that be get all A pluses because you get those A pluses because you want to be the top doctor in uh, in the nation. That's yeah, a like, mentality. That's fantastic. That's a mentality. Sure, yeah. great. But if your goal is because I want all A pluses to get to Harvard. To that, get to you're Yale, messed up. Yeah. to get to Princeton, then fuck off. You're not yeah. smart. I'm sorry. Right. I don't care that you have a hundred GPA. Right. Like, well, that's one of the things. It's like, I always say this. Like, if you think about life as a, a, a like a road trip, right? Yeah. 
college does not take you to the end. It takes you maybe a couple miles. Yeah. And it helps you. And it's and it's a it's a in today's society, in certain in a lot of industries, it's definitely an advantage right. of the prestige of the college, the prestigiousness of the college. Mm-hmm. But in high school, people listen to me very carefully. Stop worrying about getting into a certain college. First of all, if you don't get in, you're heartbroken. And like, like, come on, man. Like, yeah. if you're smart, then you'll be successful. Yeah. Like, it's about you. It's yeah. not about the college you it's, get no, to. No, yeah. it's not. And like, like, would I love to go to? I don't know, like some really great college. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Do I think I can? Like, am I capable of it? Sure. But like, I think less of it as like, if I don't get into X college. Yeah. All right. It's more about like, okay, I reply to Harvard. Harvard doesn't take me. Their loss. It's their loss. A hundred percent. You know, bingo. Wait yeah. until I'm so fucking successful. Harvard's going to be like, you want to come speak at our school? No. Yeah, you want to yeah, speak I'm at gonna our school? I'm going to go speak right. at the community college that yeah. I saved about hundreds of uh, right. thousands of dollars <laughs> at. Make those people who made the right decision on saving that many thousands of dollars, make them into the most successful people that I know they can be instead of, you know, uh, wasting thousands of dollars on a college that, you know, it doesn't guarantee you being a millionaire or a billionaire. It, it doesn't at all. Right. And like, even if you look at it... um. Uh, I fr- I think it's about one third. Um, I'm actually gonna look this up. I think it's about one third of billionaires um, that actually dropped out of college. I mean, we, let's think of the examples. Th- wait, did Mark Zuckerberg drop out? Uh, I don't. Uh, I know he started Facebook in like his dorm, but like, yeah, th- I don't um, know if he. Well, I mean, no, look, I, I think he got he, kicked out, right? Because he got of, kicked out. Uh, I don't know. Search it up. I don't want to. I'm gonna look this up. Don't come at me. Dropped guys. out of college. How many billionaires dropped out? Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg did. Bill Gates did. We know Steve Jobs did. Um, so, uh, here we go. One in eight of the world's richest billionaires are college dropouts. Jeez. <laughs> On the Forbes one, uh, 400 list. Um, like, that's just phenomenal. Yeah. That's just fantastic. But like, but, like, one of the things that I also want to stress is that if you like one of the things that I was talking about with Liam is like um if you like don't have an idea of a product or a service that you that it's a a a, necessi- uh, ugh, a necessity for today's world yeah it's kind of hard to make a lot of money yeah. um like think about it think about like if, if you think about the the most prominent billionaires like Bill Gates Microsoft and computers, like yeah. boom. Um, Mark Zuckerberg, like holy crap, Facebook and that whole that started yeah, the revolutionized whole tr- social media, revolutionized oh, social yeah. media completely. But all, all, I mean, it's also had great negative effects. Yeah. Now with censoring, now with self esteem issues. Yeah. I mean, now you with can say that image with, issues. You can say that with any uh, successful product ever. Um, computers, they all have their effects. Everything, anything ever created, that's most successful but again like that comes into i would compare that to being successful and having haters right you're gonna have downfalls now i obviously having all the effects of the bad effects of facebook um, there's no reason that they're good not at all you know like cyberbullying, whatever whatever um but that's gonna happen no matter what uh 
there's no way that you can build an idea that's 100% good for the planet, 100% good for the people. Um, that's, it, it, again, it comes from intent. Um, I think it's important to be a, a good person versus a successful person, right? We define successful as being happy, making those around you happy, making sure that everyone is well-being, correct? I think we can agree. Is that, though? I would say so. I would say so, too. But, right. like, some other people would define success as a certain net worth value. Yeah. But well, we define it like that's the same thing as, like, being successful with 100 GPA, being successful with you know, your network, being successful with the followers you have on Instagram. Like, for me, you know, it's easy for me to say that those are – are you kidding me? Like, you have 10K on Instagram. You're more successful than me? No. Um it, yeah, it's it comes from intent. You know, we're talking about all these billionaires that you know made it big because on a top priority. That's one mentality. Like you need that aspect of a mentality. Um, but there's there, there's a lot that plays into being the best person you can be. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. There's a wealth factor. Uh, we'll talk about happiness late, later, right? But yeah. um, making sure those around you are being the best people they can be. That's what makes me successful or that will make me successful mm -hmm. at one point. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really about um I don't remember when I did it, but I definitely posted at some point on my story. Uh, I saw a post and it was about um <coughs> basically the idea of the people you surround yourself with. Um it, you know, it being like a, uh, if you if you're not motivated by the people you surround yourself with, you're in a prison. Yeah, you're locked. You're not doing well. You're never going to do well because it's all about the people you surround yourself with. And like it's the same. It's the same premise of networking, getting in people's faces. And I always say this, make an impact. Like, how do you make an impact? Create more contact, uh, um, create more content, but also like get in the face of more people. Yeah. If you can touch and and make contact with as many people as possible you're bound for greatness yeah and and what what is that greatness it's well like um i mentioned this in the last podcast the uh, ty lopez is a youtuber do you know who ty lopez is i do is? know ty lopez okay yeah. one of the things not one of the things but his mantra is health wealth love and happiness sure yeah i don't i i think that's perfect like yeah. like if you it's a equilibrium of life um because let's say like like if you don't have the love, um, then you're just not mo like you may not be as motivated. If you don't have the health, you're not you don't have the energy to get up. Yeah. Or like you can't function as well. Like your cognitive ability is just diminished greatly when you don't even yeah. sleep. Like if you get less than seven hours of sleep, like come on, like yeah. like you're in high school. Yeah. Like you need to. You're growing. Your brains are developing. Yeah. You're depriving yourself of the necessary sleep. And yeah. Like it's an or it's a it's a bot. It's you get one body in this life. Make it the best. Yeah. And then one of the things I think that people have wrong is the importance of happiness. Mm -hmm. So let's let's talk about this now. Sure. Yeah. How like like the way you see it is how how do you how will you be happy? Like is it a specific? Are there certain factors that will make you happy, or is it just a, like a, a combination of a multitude of things? And what are those things? Um, I know the main thing that makes me happy is that uh, those around me respect me, uh, making sure that my reputation amongst others, all my friends, my family, not like fake people that I've never had a conversation, haven't gotten the time to know me, 
for me, happiness equates to making sure the people that I truly know, the people that truly know me, have respect for me and I respect them. When I complete that relationship that we have a mutual respect, that makes me happy. Yeah. Right. All right. So uh, final part of the podcast, I'm going to ask you something. And now I know you said you don't know like what you're going to major in, yeah, yeah. what you're going to focus on in college. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the second part of the name of this podcast, right, it's called The Youth. We're youth. Yeah. We're youth. <laughs> We're people of the youth. Well, I don't know what I'm saying. We're teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the second part is America's future. Yeah. So let's talk about the future. Okay. Um. By the, let's just say, when you look back on your life, and this is a very hypothetical question, mm-hmm. but I like this question. When you look back on your life, what are you going to, what do you, how are people going to remember you and what are you going to remember in an ideal world? Okay. Um, you mean like, remember me where I am now? No, no, no. Like, like if you, if you, when you're like on your deathbed, okay. Like not that, <laughs> hopefully that's far away. You know, actually, uh, just to sort of point yeah, this yeah, out, yeah. um, there's a, like, we made my uh, my uncle was telling me this like he was looking at a futurist like yeah. there are people that trying to predict the future and it's like pretty crazy like there were some really accurate ones and I'm gonna get on this in some episodes like okay. it's gonna blow people's minds but like one of the things is that if you lived like one of the one of the futurists uh, ideas is I forgot his name but if you live until like a certain year you'll yeah. be able to live forever because they're gonna start like creating parts of you and like stuff like that which like i don't want to be like that's kind of scary i don't want to be a cripple but it's also scary like think about overpopulation like yeah. you're gonna have mass murder like the wealth and uh, the ramifications of that is just yeah. tremendous uh but but like going back to the yeah. question um <laughs> yeah that that could last for another five hours let's say that yeah. that conversation but like when you are on your deathbed yeah. hypothetically and just like in a figure of speech no i get looking it. back on your dead, life how will people remember you? What did you do in your life that made an impact? If that's your goal. Okay. Well, in an ideal world. I can tell you. Okay. Um yikes. It's well, it's deep. Deep question. And you can think about it. Uh I hope it's different for everyone that I know. Uh whether it be my four the four closest people in my life, whether it be a multitude of people, I Hope that I'm remembered for, uh, okay, well, one of my goals in my life, I feel like it is for a lot of people, is getting a house for my parents. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, that's that's only, but on a, on a larger scale. Right, yeah. I don't know. I, I really hope that somewhere down the line, I do something big, make something big that helps a lot of people. I, I really don't know what that would be. Uh that's fine. Right now, I mean, I hope I continue my mentality of helping those around me and those helping, uh, making sure that everyone around me eats, which means like everyone around me is doing well because I'm successful for those around me. You know, it's not for mm. me. It's so that my family lives well, my friends live well. Um, if let's say like we talk about that rainy day, it's not that rainy day doesn't hit me. If a rainy day hits a friend, a close friend, then I want to make sure that that rain day goes away quickly. You know, um, 
if I can help that person, if I can help someone that's very close to me because something traumatic hit them and I can resolve that issue, that's what I want to be remembered by. Great answer. Thank you. Chris, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank Where you for can people me. find you? Um, follow me on Instagram, Chris X Pumnani. Um, keep updated on the style con uh the stylecontract.com. Um, yeah, that's that those are those are it. Yep. All right. Yeah, we'll put the link in description. Awesome. Look, guys, I th I hope you like this conversation. Uh, I certainly did. And this is just a little insight into what I talk about like on the day. Uh, on the on the day? On the daily. On the daily. Thank you. <laughs> on the daily. Um if you like this podcast, if you like what it's about, if you like what Chris said, if you didn't like what Chris said, again, it's exposing you to a multitude of perspectives and opinions. Make sure you click that subscribe button. Leave a five-star review. That way, that way we can grow our audience, expand our base, and grow the platform as a whole. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Go check out the third launch episode. I'm Jesse Levitan, and this was the Youth America's Future.